What's going on, Winners Dialogue family? It's Leon again, checking in with you. Shake my hand. Today, we got a special guest in the building. Welcome back to another special episode of My Secret Mentor. We highlight black entrepreneurs in the DMV area specifically. Today, we got some fathers. We got leaders. We got truth speakers. We got action takers, builders in this community. Today's special guest, Dadge United Organization Duo. Sir, so how y'all feeling, brother? Feeling amazing. Feeling strong, man. Feeling real godly. So hold on, I need y'all to introduce yourself because I don't want to just you know leave it to happen. Stay. Right. So, right. what's your name? Uh, my name is Brother Nance. Um, founder of Healthy People Juice. I'm an encouragement coach, um, educator, community advocate, advocate for those that can't advocate for themselves, and I'm a healthy living ambassador. Mm. Happy living ambassador. Yes, my name is Michael Cornish. Uh, Create, Michael Cornish created Dad's United Organization. I'm a father, man, king, community leader, best friend, son, um, and just an advocate um, and also an entrepreneur. Mm. You brother, what's your name, brother? Oh, PFK Boom, co-founder of 300 Gangsters, gathering our nation, gaining salvation to advance in society. Uh, street, street liaison throughout the communities of Baltimore. Um, also the founder and outreach coordinator of uh, Alpha Justice, which is an all-ex-offender-led organization that specializes in uh, legislation that hinders ex-offenders from coming home. And I'm in a political um, arm of a duo, Dad's United Organization, to, of course, uh, uh, get over the barriers that will um, stop a young man from getting the better pursuit of happiness that he may need to bridge between um, his child and uh, the mom or the family structure. Facts. Beautiful. Facts. Black men united. That's a right. strong, powerful name in itself. Right, right. <laughs> and you look at how many different things they involved in. They ain't just got their hand in one situation here. Right. So every great venture starts off as an idea. Right. The work that these brothers are putting in in the community is unbelievable. And I could tell just from speaking to them and being around them, feeling the energy in this room right here, that building comes from a very real place. But what the people want to know is, how did y'all form this organization? Mm -hmm. Okay, so from my perspective, from because I feel like we all did create this, we created just by simply coming together like my fathers. Mm -hmm. We all got issues in the community, with the community, with our children living in the community, and that's where we meet. Mm -hmm. The playground messed up. We see the playground messed up. We clean it, it up together. Yeah. We gonna fix it. Mm -hmm. That's how that started by having a common interest, a common interest in wanting to be. And want to have the community a better place for our children, a.k.a. our legacy, a.k.a. our future. Mm -hmm. So we built it by having a common interest for the future. Right? Mm. That's why we built it. So who, who, original had, who had the original idea to even bring this together? Oh, I did. Was your idea original? Yes. That's an powerful <clears throat> idea. To, who was the first members that you was actually able to unite and bring in? Uh, the first member was actually my man Chaz. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my man Chaz. Okay. Was. Yeah. Um, Don't worry, I'm gonna hear from Chaz. Yeah, you, wanna, you gotta hear from Chaz. Definitely hear from Chaz. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So um, him, my man Sauce Kid, uh, okay. a guy Nate, he not here right now, um, and Boone and Nash. Yep. And a lot of other folks is not here right now. And the they one hand, powerful hand spirit. Yeah, hand spirit. Yeah, hand spirit. Yep. 
And, and one powerful thing about the organization was we was utilizing each other to lead and teach classes with each other. So that's what made it more organic, you know what I mean? Learning from each other, you know what I mean? So yeah. it started as like a learning pot for dads to build upon, you know what I mean? How do we can better each other and sharpen each other, you know what I mean? Because we all sometimes, you got to hear different things from different people's lenses when you're dealing with your own children. So it formed as like a brotherhood, you know what I mean? So when I seen the brother started it, you know, I had to jump on and be a part of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, we all a piece of one big puzzle, and the more pieces come together, the clearer the picture gets. Right. The clearer that picture is going to get. So, I got to ask you, Mike, what inspired you to even start this, though? Honestly, so, I can admit, and I'm still growing, um, mm -hmm. I wasn't a good father in the beginning because of my mindset on what I was doing, right? And it wasn't until I started learning culture, African culture, that mm -hmm. I started realizing that I wasn't doing stuff right. After I started learning African culture, I started seeing my obligation that I had for my son. Before, I thought I knew, but I really didn't know. So what made me was, after understanding more African knowledge and knowledge itself, mm -hmm. when sitting around my brothers and seeing the, the common uh, similarities we have in our situation with our children, it's like, damn. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we all in the same boat. So it wasn't until I started going for custody for my son that I realized the resources and the advocacy for fathers isn't there. But it's not there because they just don't like it. It's there because we're not even doing it ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right? We don't even, I don't even, fathers don't even advocate for fathers. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I was like, ho, 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 ho. Before I get all emotional <laughs> talking about DSS ain't got this. <laughs> right, right, right. DSS ain't got that. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I got to get it. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's important that we yeah. step up, especially as black men. Right. Absolutely. Right. We see it more now than ever. And in front of our faces, the value that they have out on black men specifically. Right, mm -hmm. right. So, for to find yourself and look at yourself and put yourself in a position and say, you know what, I don't have the knowledge currently, but I'm willing to educate myself into what I need to know. Right. And take right. on that next step. Right. So, education is king. Right. And... But that's it's what, clear to me right. that you guys is not lagging in education. Right. Absolutely not. Y'all yeah, not shy about sharing the education and the information, right? Nah, information uh, is free. What you do with it is the fee. How you use it, how you apply it, and all that. How you invest in yourself. So the information is free. You're supposed to share the information. You know, we experiencing, we experiencing <laughs> though, that um, there's a saying, they say the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Uh -huh. The knowledge has always been there in reference mm -hmm. to, like, is a word that me and uh, Mike can tell you that most of our cases that we can get a child back is from parental alienation. If I mention that to the average person... I need you to break that down. Hold on. Hey, come close. I, I don't want nobody to not hear y'all, right, so make right. sure y'all oh, no. can hear y'all. Um, what people don't understand is, like I say, I'm the political arm, the legislative arm. A lot of people do things physically. A lot of people argue with baby mothers or whatever they call it when there is a thing that's called divine law and then there's regular man law. Again, as I just said... 90% of my cases that I'm able to resolve a mother and a father's dispute, I got custody of my kids on loose leaf paper and a notary. And I was born off to school with my baby. So, I mean, parental yeah. alienation, um, I can honestly say that I would say and I would advise all of us to take a readjustment on our learned behavior of how we was taught to think and believe that we are doing it the right way that I could tell you right now and I could take any kid out the house tomorrow like the social service and them do mm -hmm. because there are laws out there that you just don't know about all the way down to two kids sleeping in the same room. I could get my kid from your home because you don't you got a one bedroom. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's so yeah. many laws that we right. don't yeah. know. I don't even know. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's laws like, you know, just... 
someone wanting someone to think that the kid is that's their dad. That is against the law. For somebody that doesn't know the law, a lot of people don't know the law, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest as first a good place to start learning that stuff? The first thing I would say to any father, like I was 16 when I had both my kids. I was a father before I was a man. So, I mean, I would say like I did my son. I got an 18 and a 26-year-old. They already learning this now. Like my 18 don't have no kid. My oldest son just had a son. So these are things I would think they don't teach it in school. So now that Dad's United is here and if you can hear our voice or you know we somewhere, it's only on you. But if you continue to go out there and what they say, ignorance of breaking the law is no excuse. Ignorance of the law is no excuse of breaking it. So when you get your yeah. back broke in that courtroom by not knowing these things that we know over here in Dad's United, and you are, they always come back to us that they get stung by the court, which we're trying to advise you to get into a society such as ours. And again, I honestly say, when I had my kids, we didn't have Google. Yeah, you can run. You can Google parental <laughs> alienation right now. You can Google and get your kid over application over the. You know, the computer. So right now, I would really say that someone will lose their kid quicker now than you ever did back then because of the availability of you not losing it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like right. a dude could Absolutely. come in and say, I'm going to take custody of your son and, 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 and really do this. Link in with your girl. Be with her for five years. You say, no, I'm taking this. Like, because so that's so, my son now. That's me now. Now say something. Right. Like, and there's laws out here. It, it's imperative right. that we know this stuff so we can protect ourselves. But also, we got to be accountable for our actions, so we want to put ourselves in these that's positions. Right. We don't want to be put right. in these positions that's so we don't have to be right. unnecessarily. That's the right. situation to not be put in, just don't have a kid. Now, sometimes I'm a, I'm you have with you. Now, I'm going to rock it with you. Like, on some real, if I knew what I knew, like, prior to, and, there, and some things were set up for me to actually have that happen, like, of some adult supervision, lack of supervision, some other things that I stay on top of now, but... When I say yeah, it's easier said than done, that if we all could say, yeah, we could have had it a little differently. Or Now the kid that got the knowledge now and don't handle no kid, he's going to be very empowered when he have his son now because he got all this knowledge in here. Yeah. He know all these things. Yeah. If somebody, what they say, rock out. And I will honestly say both parties knew what both strengths both had because they both got power in that courtroom. They actually yeah. would respect each other more to know yeah. that y'all can go in there and go hard and take they my son. They need to know. Yeah. They need to know. Grandmother, grandparent rights to take the kid from both of y'all. Yeah. But people don't know this. Like, yeah. grandparents who got their stuff together, and you know how the yeah. projects without your stuff together, they can come and take the care from you for years. Mm -hmm. So it's just so much that uh, our village is not in order. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that. We, we're getting it back in order. And this is, yeah. Dad's United is going to help us get there. Absolutely. And I, I kind of want ask Nance to speak to this for a second. What attracted you to, uh, to pursue the educational component of this? Because I know... Brother Bone got it. <laughs> he, he, he got the law. <laughs> what, what got you attracted to the education? I mean, component? again, just to piggyback off what Mike was saying about just that knowledge itself and just that being embedded in me when I was young and then losing my dad at 10 years old, you know what I mean? And watching the village raise me, you know what I mean? The mm -hmm. other Bobbers and the other men in the community. So I'm transitioning. I'm 43. I'll be 44 this year. So I'm transitioning to the stage where I have to lead in a different way um, and spread the knowledge information that I gained when I was coming up. So that what attracted me to that was when I saw the brother doing what he was doing and I saw the knowledge itself that he was developing too for him, I had to come add to that. You understand what I'm saying? Because you learn from the young and you learn from the old. So I learned from him just as much as he learned from me. 
So it keeps me youthful to have that youthful energy and spirit around me. You know what I mean? And plus, I had to do it for the ancestors. You know what I mean? Like, that's the number one thing. Like, the ancestors are first and foremost. So everything that I do is led and driven by the ancestors. Like, it's not me. It's just, I'm just the vessel that's spitting it out. So now DNA. Yeah, that's just what it is. Passed down and continues to be passed down. Mike, is there any books that you could say or recommend? Actually, to anybody. I'm going to ask Mike first. Right, right. What books would you recommend for somebody that's trying to learn more about father advocacy and just the law itself. That's I'm asking Brother Boom about this book. Yeah, he got Boom yeah, books, man. I, know, I, 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 I already know what book. I already know what book. I know you got. I already book. know what book he gonna get, y'all. <laughs> but um, I would say African Manhood in the 21st Century. Okay. Uh, written by a guy, um, M. Hotep Assis Fati. Uh, it is a strong book. It's a very, it's a real, it's a real good book. Um, and it helped me. Um, very, very, very seriously. So I would, I would advocate that for manhood uh, teachers mm-hmm. and fatherhood. I'm gonna have to dad. definitely check out Doctor Emotep because actually this is the second time I've been recommended this book right. in this podcast. So I need to check it out. Yeah, it don't yeah. reoccur for yeah, no it's, reason. It's a serious book. It's, it's serious. I guess serious. What about you, brother Bone? What would you recommend? What would be the number one book that you would recommend right now? To help somebody, you know, get this education they need to put them in the place. Oh, he already know. I mean, my like what I would say that put it in a nutshell is like I got a book called Pan Division. You know what I mean? Okay, that's a powerful name. Um, <laughs> I already want to know what it's about. And, that, and that's the book. You know what I mean? Um, that's the exact book. That's the book I got my daughters reading, my sons reading, and anybody that I would. I call it uh, basically the liberational Bible. You know what I mean? That's what I call it. Our Bible, basic and you know, Baltimore instructions before leaving Earth is what I call it. All know? right. But yeah, the uh, Panther Vision is a book and the book. Who's it written by? Uh, Rashid Rashid uh, Rashid Omar. Uh, Rashid Omar. Yeah, he's incarcerated. Yeah, he's a uh, Black Panther brother incarcerated. Mm. Uh, but what he does is he breaks the man, woman, and child down, and from a systematic standpoint, then it take it back to an ancestral. Then it take it back to let's eat and say we ain't eating right. Mm-hmm. All this don't make no yeah, sense. Fact, like it all, it's like a. A diagram, yeah. bro. You can do. You can't do this part without this yeah, part. So yeah. you got to almost like um, what they call uh, resurrect yourself on over again yeah. to where yeah. you. So you know, reconstruct. Then you go, and that's why if you do it in a, like a family, it's more easy to do it quickly. If you try to do it by yourself, yeah. and I, don't, I, I ain't seen that person. I think it's named Jesus or something. Right. But um, anybody else. You know what I mean? It, it just gets it's done quicker. All these pieces that I'm missing, like, like I'm a whole man in here with all my all my brothers. You see what I'm saying? Any piece yeah. I'm missing, I want. I need something to drink. I, I call Mike Bob. He just Bob. He gonna throw some Afro beats. You ain't even gonna be mad no more. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? You throwing some music. It's over. So I mean, it's just uh, uh, most of these guys and their resurrection is none of us don't have to have a dime. It's the presence. It's the presence alone, and that's the presence of the black man that needs to be pushed forward. So I want to switch gears for a second. I want to talk briefly about identity formation because how big would you say the the role a father plays in a child's identity formation? Well, this this is a good question. That's so, a great question. Yeah, this is this is that beautiful. Is okay, so this is how I see in the identity. It's it's important. It's like I was telling you, he was on the phone. You come a it, little bit closer for me. My I bad. Want, my I bad, want, my bad. Want, <laughs> they need to hear you. They need to hear you. Come up closer. So, a little bit. all right. When you, so an example, when you see a child inside of a home that's absent of a father, like I'm talking about absent to the point, no phone calls, no, you just no voice, right? Yeah. Not seven to eight times out of something, nine times out of ten, you'll see that that child will tend to 
uh, run over the mother or, you know, kind of take things to a certain limit and act in a way that they're not supposed to act, right? Uh-huh. Because that father's balance and that energy isn't in the home. Like, some children don't even wake up and smell cologne or oh, wow. like the scent of a man's clothes. You feel what I'm saying? Or they hear a man's voice in the morning getting ready for work. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Base in that church. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? And you, you got you to gotta see that because that's going to help out with your identity. Not to say men without fathers will never grow to be good men, but the probability of it happening that we won't get a productive man is very high when the father's not around. That's because just statistically speaking. That's statistically too. speaking because he caters to his identity. Mm-hmm. Like the, the child's been in the mother's stomach for nine months, right? So Actually. it understands the mother, emotions, mm-hmm. everything. It wasn't in my stomach, right? So it always tends to go and take its, its limits with the mother. But when I come in the room, it has that, it's quiet because technically, who is, who is he? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know him, but I don't know him. Yeah. But that's the beauty of that fear because that helps the balance of the mother when she can't get him to stop. And you come like, hey. Because you know I don't know what you're going to do. You know, I got a fear to you, like... I was in my mom for nine months. I know her limits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know your limits, but I feel you. You feel me? But I'm going to listen. And with, when that's not in the house, when the mother's tired from washing clothes all day and doing everything, she don't got the energy to get all three of them down to bed. You feel me? She's like, look, just put the tablet on, yo. I'm done. And they wash the tablet eating Doritos until when that tablet is kind of, it can become poison. It's, it, it needs, you need a break sometimes. I can understand that's why it's necessary. Ideal situation we had two parents in the household. That's not always the case, unfortunately. Right, right. But, but you know, that's what? no substitution. You gotta, you gotta create a community family. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, it's all about community family. Like, once you have a child with somebody, you're related. You know what I'm saying? Whether Definitely. you whether you like them or not, like you got family members that you don't like, but you're gonna love them forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the identity shaping is based off of like, from in my case, you know, I realized that I was here to be my son's guider. And not to be do as I say or, you know what I mean? I'm not a dictator, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm a guider. But you have to know when to, fathers, like Mike said, like my, my son to tell you, my dad is my parent, you know what I mean? Everybody else, is his mother is his friend. But he, I show him I'm his friend, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, he know if I got to have those hard conversations, I will, you know what I mean? Because like Mike said, as the father, we see things a little differently than those around them, you know what I mean? Because of the world we live in, there's a lot of programming going on, you know what I mean? So we're trying to deprogram programming that's happening at rapid rates, you know what I mean? So shaping identity is very deep, just inside and outside the home, because we got multiple factors affecting our young black boys, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it takes a, a tribal approach, you know what I mean? And like I said, I believe in community family, like, yeah. and, and, and that's how you create the identity of showing your child working together, even in separate homes and things like that. So I didn't mean to cut you off, brother Boom. No, no, you no, you good, dog. The thing about it is, um, see, the thing is, I mean, we, we saying what we saying and everything that my brothers are saying are correct, but we have accepted two type of, um, we accepted males and we accepted this thing called men or whatever. Like we just explained that our learned behavior, what this man thing was, we was taught wrong. So now we learning. Mm-hmm. It is so much important that what we saying in our streets right now is a, a 50% of why you, you, for males, male men with mm-hmm. no male, no yeah. no knowledge of stuff. They, they got the little wee-wee, they get 50, they big, but they're males. B is like a shell. And you see, all, you see 50 men in the room, but 49 of them are probably males and there's going to be one dude that can lead all of them. Yeah. So what would you say is the difference as far as definitions wise between a father and a dad the difference between that was me I was 16 years old and I had a child 
I was just a father. And then I went, you know, I got older, and then I'm getting to realize what this dad thing ain't about no money and real about time. And then how the hell could I even think about being a man when you got to get to loving yourself and all these other things? I have all the way knowledge yourself. It had nothing to do with the paycheck, B. I had money up the yin yang. I had money. Okay. Money was never the problem. I put a roof over the head of 17. None of that was the problem. And that was not, that's what we was taught to, yeah. man. If you could pay the bill, if you could put the shoe yeah. on them, if you could, you know, the money was never the problem problem like it was never that it was me being able to like you know like when a dude that gave me a piece of paper one day and he said boom what's the difference between a male and a man and he wanted me to write the whole tablet only could fill up like one piece of page you see what i'm saying so it's deeper than what we were taught and i'm not knocking how we was taught I just believe that template was just re- mad soft. You know what yeah. I mean? It had nothing about culture. And it had we nothing about how to eat. It had nothing about... Like, we, we accepted that you die in Baltimore at 67 to 70 without doing nothing wrong. You out of here if you don't eat right. You gone. Mm-hmm. We accept that. Like, Elijah Cummins died the average age of not doing nothing. So uh-huh. we, we don't even understand but really what we say. Like, Brother Nance, we making one whole father here. The health, the spiritual, the political. And, like, if I don't know none of these things that all seven of us got, like... <laughs> so that's why Dad's United is here. Yeah, the father that we had, he loved us. I have a dad. I had a dad I buried my father last year. I'm, a, I'm the cat that got the grandfather and the father. So I'm giving you this smoke from a love position. This ain't even... And it, I'm glad that you're bringing up the yeah. emotional aspect of it because anybody that spent time around children, they know that they go through a plethora mm-hmm. of emotions. Mm-hmm. So how have you learned to break that stigmatism of the emotional emotionless father archetype and to show them how to display love, letting them know it's okay to be express their emotions and how to express it. It's like what Juan said. It's it's in that community. Mm -hmm. It's in that that won't happen until you see other men in your situation doing it, point blank. Vulnerability. Like, uh-huh. You won't be vulnerable nope. until you see that's somebody like me who you thought wasn't vulnerable, and I'm vulnerable easy. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, shit, he just said he apologized like it was nothing. Oh, snap it. You found, and then it's like, oh, so it's okay. To apologize. It's okay. You yeah. found, So yeah. you need that community to let you know, oh, bro, this is normal over here. Like, this is what we do. Because everybody's looking for a community because you need to belong to something. It just, it just happens. Like, because that's where you try to find value. Some people find false value yeah. and some people find real value. Mm-hmm. So you need that community in order to get that value. And somebody's going to look for it. This is why I say there'd be a child, in a, uh, a child in a household. He got his mother and his father. Why did he go to the game? And the mother's like, we, we clothe you, we feed you. Uh, Why would you do that, Johnny? Because Johnny don't feel value. You yeah. never made him feel yeah. important. Yeah. You never. did what you're supposed to do because that was responsibility, yeah. and you don't want to be embarrassed. Like, yeah. oh, you had a kid? Why you ain't dressing him? Oh, no, I'm dressing him. I feed him. And that's a problem because yeah. a lot of, especially, again, black community, we don't show the values. Like, what's the value of a human life? And when you look on it, you turn on the news, it's like, well, if that's what the value is, I guess we don't have that much value. Yeah, and people but that's why I think it's done. Is it like I said? It's imperative that you guys exist to show, like, look, we're out here. Look at us. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look at that TV because that's not real. They show you what they want to show you. Right. We out here with you. Right. We you mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. So you can be a better you in the future. Right. Sooner you ain't gotta learn from your mistakes. When I'm showing you the way right here, like I went down that road. That road. Led to a dead end. Yep. I know that because I just went down there. Why would you drive down to a dead end? Right. 
And right, even if right, they, even if right. they do drive down that dead end, you gotta be there to guide them back out the dead end. Cause sometimes some uh-huh. of our children need to feel the dead end. Yeah, you know they, even <laughs> if you guide them, they I have was to one of them. Right, I was that child. I yeah. had to be let go. I mean, I'm keep it blooded. I mean, I'm so glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I was one of those kids. Where the mother and the father keep on trying to tell people, stop saying. That's what I. That's why I mean, I tell Mike that all the time. Y'all, everybody keep on saying if the mother and the father in the home is going to be right. Man, I was on the Marcus most money and everything with the mother and the father. What do y'all say? I banged every gun up in the world. So to be dope coke more than anybody. What is y'all saying about right. this mother and father right. thing? Yeah, I had a right. mom and a dad. Right. What right. is y'all saying? Right. What are you going to do with the Solid. just because, kid? I, was, yeah. I did it because I wanted to. And right. that's the outliers. Sometimes you, you see gotta, what I'm saying? acknowledges outliers that exist. Yeah, you gotta you gotta understand it. And it would be yeah. me that would be the one with the mother and the father that'll lead all y'all wrong. See, we getting it twisted because we, yeah. we ain't looking for boom in the door. Yeah. I'm getting passes yeah. because they know I got a mother and a father. He don't. They let me get through with crime like ever. They let me get through with All you got to do is show up to court with your mother and father. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, we got to go saying? It's yeah. a lot of double yeah. jeopardy. Yeah, that is, I knew it everything is, I was doing at, uh, at 10 years old when I was right. breaking law, but they would say, oh, he's just a kid. Yeah. I knew what I was doing. Y'all taking away my credit of being a criminal. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for real. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking real smoke. And it's saying that I would talk this aggressive if, if I was a kid. That's what They thought I was a foster kid. So we really need to get into yeah, don't real, think yeah. that if me and you together and we're going to be this great couple that our baby going to be all right. That's far from the truth. And I'm here to tell you that. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. For sure. Because right. it's outliers that exist. And sometimes because I'm pretty sure you having that real mother and father mm-hmm. figure, dad situation mm-hmm. in your household, mm-hmm. you had a certain level of education. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times what happens is. You're so smart that you're mm-hmm. a little bit ahead, there you so go. you find more time to get into there trouble. There you it's go. Like, I can act out in class and I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. There you go. I can get straight A's in fourth quarter and don't do nothing yeah. all three. It's like, right. I'm going to keep doing this see because I can get away with yeah. it. See what I'm saying? Right. That's not good. I let me straight to prison. It's not good at I all. I went straight to prison. So we are here that we have to let people know, like, it's too many. You went through to get you to this point. There you go. Somebody had to go through and we got all these be all templates and expectation is dangerous. Why are you expecting anything from a human? Mm-hmm. That's a human being. That child, mate, go do coke or something. You don't know what this baby, oh my God, you disappointed me. Come on, yo. And then another thing we do, we slave owners, we beat our kids to half of the things that they want. Half the kids scared of their parents. That ain't how it go, that B. Ain't how it go. Yeah, yeah. That ain't, that, that's when you wrong so, right okay, there. I'm gonna ask y'all I was thing. never scared of my parents. I was scared to make be, make them disappointed. That's how I was, yo. It's discipline. Disciplinarians is a, a role in the fatherhood. So what would you say is a less drastic approach to discipline Disciplining your children because you don't. If you don't want to pick up the scrap, make them read a book. I make my kids read a book and give me a book report. And they, the more they get in trouble, the thicker the book get. The more they get in trouble, the thicker the book get. The more they get in trouble, now they don't want to get in trouble no more. They just smart. That's, that's definitely an excellent way because I was reading um, Trevor Noah's book and he was speaking about his mother's interaction with him. He said every time I would get into trouble or mm-hmm. I would have a situation I want to argue with her, mm-hmm. she would say, go write me a letter. Mm-hmm. And we would write letters mm-hmm. back and yeah. forth. And you see where this man is at now. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like right. It's, it's I never certain, hit my kids. I never. Yeah. I got six kids. I never it's hit like, my do you have to? Because you, no. know, you know your strength. Now you want to work their mind. They they That's know. I, I work my son. That's slave yeah. owner. I don't, yeah. I don't beat my son. Yeah. I never beat my son. I got both. I got the beating angle reader book, right? It depended oh. on what it was. Like, I got both, right? And my father, he's a math teacher. He's been teaching math for 48 years, right? So 
He used to make us say, I will follow directions three times across mm-hmm. and down, front and back, two, three pages. Mm-hmm. He had us do okay. stuff like yeah. this. This is real talk. We was doing stand the old school. The sit, yeah, stand on the wall, and I had yeah. to sit at the table like this yeah, with my hands. Yeah, yeah. And you right, think yeah. it's easy yeah, it until ain't. he's sitting over you the whole time. The moment you let him off, he popping you. Or you sitting facing the corner, one leg up. That's uh-huh. what my father used to do to me Beautiful. more than, than, than hit me for real. Like, That's what it is. Do math problems. You yeah. feel yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Crossword puzzles. Yeah, yeah, he had me doing that a lot. Nowadays, they just... You dumb, you you yeah, badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word, the words, are and powerful. I'm adopted. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even. I wasn't even raised by the the father that impregnated the woman, and I wasn't raised by the woman that I came out of. But that was your dad, though. That was my dad, because and that's what we were saying. Fathers and dads yes. into the next yeah, situation. Yeah, so I'm gonna get kind of back. I know we got a little bit off, but I want to go back to the organizational standpoint of things. What? As you got things bigger and you wanted to take things to the next level, what was that looking like? And how did you use your presence and your influence to expand the organization? So I used my authenticity, the love that I have, and the good intent to attract other dope people that could help me bring a lot of dope opportunities like grants. I got my first $20,000 grant in 2018, my first time ever writing a proposal. You know what I'm saying? What well, uh, site or whatever you had to go to? I went through B-City Recast. Recast. I didn't okay. even go through a site. It was, I'm telling you, it was attracted to really? me, bro. I don't, I'm going to tell you right now, if you told me, yo, you know how I look for grants? No. <laughs> but I've been awarded $20,000 twice. Even this year, I've been awarded again, but we just waiting through that's the COVID. That's where we met at. Yeah, that's where we met. So I, met, I, got, a, I got awarded 40000 but if you tell me, yo, go find me a grant, I don't know how to do that. Right, but how did I get the forty thousand? You're, you're outside making the moves necessary, and it's coming right. to you. It's all, you it's all magnetic outside. attraction. Right. You attract you want, what you want. Exactly. And if you you say you want to do something, you gotta go out here and get yeah. it. Because if you're gonna stay in the house, how is it gonna to come to your door? Is it gonna mail it to you? Right. And even if you go outside, you can go outside and not make moves. Mm-hmm. So even if you outside and you sitting on the steps or you making moves, but you're not making moves. You won't attract what you need. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the moment, like Cardi earlier said, I need a printer, right? But we all sitting in good intent. We all, all right. sitting in good intent, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to get what you want. Come here and got a, a printer. The, a printer. Other day, <laughs> the other day, just what, four days ago, I literally, I was at the ice cream truck. I said, man, I need a snowball machine, yo. I'm looking at the phone, and I'm talking to the ice cream truck man, and he's like, oh, I got one for sale. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking like, damn, because I'm already on the, the ice site. cream truck. Yeah, so I've got one on the ice cream truck, but I look at it like, that to me is supposed to happen when your intent is good. I don't look at it like, yeah. damn, yo, that's a coincidence. Nah, right. bro, don't take away, don't discredit yeah. what yeah. I don't work for. I don't work for shit to happen like this. You know what I'm saying? I don't work for it to come back like this. So this ain't no, boy, you won lucky. I ain't lucky, but that's supposed to happen. Cold blooded. Yeah. So, I mean, in building an organization, what would you say is your biggest hurdle that you faced so far getting things going? Honestly, continuing to grow? me. You. I okay. am my biggest hurdle, right? All it's, right. It's because you know we get in the way of ourselves sometimes, right? And just because I'm a creative dad, United doesn't make me the most perfect dad. I didn't create Dad United because I'm the best dad. And I want to show y'all how to do it. I need to grow as a father, and I want to do it as a collective, right? So I know where I need to grow at. We all there's no finish line to this, right? But we got to run together. It shouldn't be I'm gonna run my track, you just run your track. Like we all got to do this together. My biggest hurdle. Is me and and I'm learning. Before my communication skills wasn't that serious. I can get people together, but it was they know like I'm 
I was edgy. You feel me? It was like real, like I build with you, but if it was like Microwave Mike. Man, microwave <laughs> Mike is what they call me. Okay. Some people some people some people can gravitate towards like I build with him. But when you build an organization, you gotta understand it's different personality types and you can't just be like, I'm for this personality type. Yeah, so yeah. that was my biggest thing in getting over the sickness and some European mindsets that I still had in my mindset that I was still breaking down. So that's why I say I am I was my biggest hurdle. There's no other hurdle because everything I can have. You feel what I'm saying? If it was a big hurdle, it's going to be me. And that's it. And that was the hurdle that you faced. Yep. I'm going to pause everything for a second, all right? Because I know y'all wanted to switch out. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. All right, we back from our little break we just took. So we got two new people in the seat. Can y'all introduce yourself to? What's going on? Cardi Quarters, father, son, uh, photographer, and brother. I'm just out here trying to spread the love. What about you, Rob? What's your name? What's going on? My name is Chaz Wesley. I'm also a father, son, you know, um, soldier for Yahweh first, you know, I'm, I'm, let me say that. Um, okay. Just here for, you know, to represent Dad's United, man, represent, you know, just being a, a father, you know, that, that takes a lot. You know, anybody can call themselves a dad. You know, say, oh, yeah, I birthed this person, but, you know, it's, it's more to it than that. Like, me, I'm raising... Uh, children that's not even mine, you feel me? But I, I call them mine, you know, also adding them to, to you know, my family, to my blood. They're part line. of the team now. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what it's about, fatherhood. Exactly. So we was just about to transition into marketing because I think y'all doing a phenomenal job and I want to see y'all business expand. And y'all already constantly expanding. Right. So right. Mike, I got to ask you real quick. What techniques have you been employing to expand your business? Honestly, um, an authentic approach is my first approach before digital and everything. It's word of mouth is always the best. I don't care how many flyers you make, how many sponsor ads you pay for. It's all about word of mouth. It's all about word of mouth, right? Absolutely. So it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter about the ads or anything. So my tactic is that... Um, Actual outcomes is marketing. You know, when you actually producing outcomes of people that those outcomes benefited will share without you being around or not. You know, and then when you want to get into the science, I do uh, digital marketing, um, okay. sponsor ads, and I'm actually in training to be even more serious into social media marketing. What's your platform. favorite social media platform to use then? Uh, honestly, right now, Instagram. Instagram, Instagram is, is very... Facebook and Instagram, because Facebook, I make a lot of money from my HVAC side. Okay. And it gets out there, but Instagram is very, um, it gets that demographic that I need to reach when it comes to that. Do you utilize, like, special groups or anything? Um, so I got a Facebook group on Facebook. Um, and on IG, I just post on IG, and other organizations will share the post as well. And since I noticed that you definitely open to different viewpoints you got some young brothers here so what what, what would y'all recommend what, what's the new thing what's the new best thing so we can get some new techniques we don't want to be left in the background well man i'm gonna thank you for the compliment on age right. <laughs> uh, i'm 29 but uh just utilizing i utilize instagram as well i got a facebook got a twitter but i utilize instagram so even to build on to the mission that mike is on with fatherhood um, on my on my timeline, all I post is like fatherhood posts. You'll see my son in nearly every post I have. All right. You may not see me, but you'll see him. 
But on a business level, I use my Instagram as well, not just use my stories, but I always want what people to see to reflect the mission that we're on. Got to reflect that mission and show what it is. What about you, Chess? Um, I like... I like Instagram and Twitter when it comes down to promotion and marketing. Um, Instagram just just because it can link you to all of your you know your social accounts. You know you can post something on there and it can just go. Go everything. Um, Twitter I like it because you know it it it, it gets to certain people that you know um, Instagram or Facebook might not get to. Mm-hmm. I've actually watched my numbers like come up with certain things. We just like kept putting a link on Twitter. Uh, Facebook I like it just as simple fact I could. Get in touch with you know many people like I grew up with you know I can yeah. oh show them this or oh, show them what I'm doing now um, they were potential clients back when we was little because the guarantee I've been doing the same thing since I was young so Facebook is just good because people that that you know me for years you know they can just see what I'm doing you know we they can connect with their other people it's just, you know it's just it's a big thing man a big domino effect with Facebook now absolutely do y'all use any type of special hashtags or anything to get a consistent message out there duo yeah duo, duo. yep. Okay. Duo. Everybody duo. need the hashtag duo on everything. Everybody hashtag duo. Hashtag fatherhood. Fatherhood. The only hood I rap is fatherhood. Black daddy gang. Bang, bang. Uh-huh. Ah, shoot, y'all got a couple of them there. Uh-huh. All right, let's talk recommendations. I know I asked you earlier about a book. I also want to ask you about a website or anything. A book, too. If a person's out there trying to start a duo S organization in their own city, their own state, or their own country, because we country, we national. We're not just a national or just a city level right. thing. Right. International right. at this state. What right. would you recommend them to? So if they wanted to start a dad's organization, what would I recommend them to? I would recommend them to first the dads in their community that want the same thing. And also, um, as far as Nonprofits in that community as well. If you have a CDC or a community or a development center around there, I would advise you to go to them and talk to them. Go to the community center, that the biggest nonprofit you know, and start building with them um, because they're doing it. So you need to learn that process. Also, if you have a community law center inside of your city or county, I would advise you to go hit the community law center too to okay. also learn around on how to do that. Now, as far as affectability... I can't teach authenticity. That's just something you got to want to do. You know what I'm saying? Other yeah. than that, like, so, but if you just, for the structure basis, like, that's what I would say. Build around fathers, people that own nonprofits, and lawyers. Yeah, first you better come to Baltimore. Don't holler at the, you know, the, or, the origins. <laughs> so just watch and see right. what y'all doing already. Right, come to Baltimore. Like, the, what? Hey, hey boom. There'll the be a more. You got to go to Chicago, right? Yeah, you got to come to Baltimore. So, right <laughs> before we go, we about to wrap up, but I need to know your socials and the best way people can contact you. Actually, hold on. Let's go back a second. People that are actually in Baltimore right now in this state, mm-hmm. how can they join the organization? Because that's a question that was been requesting me. When I asked people what y'all want to know, they said, how can we join? Right. So, Man, <laughs> I, would, I would say the outreach is real. Like, uh, I just think about the, the brothers, like we were just talking before we got here, the brothers that I know that are fathers that Mike don't know. And like I say, everything I do, I try to represent that mission. I mean, I want to be a good father, period. Like, I'm not doing that just because we're on the mission. But I'm always telling fathers, like, yeah, I, the first question I ask them, man, you got kids? Because I'm always ready to talk about my kids. Mm-hmm. And when they show interest in that, it don't really matter whether they're having a good experience or not because that's a brother that we can learn from as a parent. 
So I'm always like, yeah, bro, you got to get with my brother Mike, you know, Dad United. That's what we doing. Mm -hmm. This this what we on, you feel me? We ain't trying to get you under our wing. So we can go chase money or chase girls. Like, right, yo, right. these kids, bro. Yeah. <laughs> these kids. So, Y'all got choppers on deck. We got these kids on deck. Right, bro. So up. the initiation process, all everybody comes through Michael. Can y'all bring people in? Or how does it work? So usually, and it's, it's not really an initiation process. It's more it's just of a process. Like, put it like this. I'm going to be real with you. We're not like a lot of organizations where it's like, yo, I'm a dad, I'm down. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's not like that. Because that's how you can easily be infiltrated and have your stuff pushed yeah. apart. Just like, oh, you got kids, yeah, you down. Like, it's a process. You even got to go through boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. as far as, like, you got to meet with all of us. But when it comes to, like, OG status, like, one and boom, like, it's not just you're a dad, yes. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'll say yes. Get you a shirt, say he's down, and then you go out and do some whole crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it's so like, you, oh, yo, wasn't that the uh? Yeah, yeah, it's a venting process. You're a venting process. Vetting pro yeah, so it's it's more of a where you at? What's your energy? Yeah. Can you show up here on time? Right, right, right. Just show up in the library at two o'clock, just because I said come over at two o'clock, right, or will you have excuses on why you can't show up here? To it's little things like that. I'll hear a convo. I'll chill with you for the day. Pick you up, take you out. And just hear your conversations. If you say something like, yeah, man, I don't mind smacking no girl. She don't mind nerves. Like, yeah, yeah. So you now, I'm going to grow, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's little it's things a, that we say. It's a vetting process. You yeah. can't just get a jersey and say you want a team. You got to show and prove. Show and prove. You can't. So you can't. I, show and prove. I, I get where you're coming from. Right. Definitely. So that's what it is. Everybody needs to know this, and everybody going to know this message, and they're going to see this. Right. So let them know where they can find you and how to contact you. So if they want to... Be with this program. Right. They want to join. Right. They can say, all right, this brother's doing it. What's your socials like? So, Dad's United Org, and we're going to try to get rid of the word program. It's a vibe. We, okay. <laughs> we create a vibe, yeah, right? Programs in. Yeah, programs in, right. vibes programs don't, in. right? All so, right. we're going to look at it like Dad's United underscore org. That's the Instagram. I'm going to okay. say that again Dad's United underscore org. You got the Facebook page, which is Dad's United Organization. Um, you had the email, which is dadsunitedorg at gmail.com. You have the cash app, which is dad, money sign Dad's United Org for any sure donations, support, support and okay. also the PayPal, Dad's United um, Org at Gmail. Um, I will give out my phone number, but that hasn't worked in my favor when I did that. Well, if so you don't feel not, comfortable, don't do it if you ain't comfortable. Voice, yeah, yeah, I got to get a Google voice. Yeah, we can teach you how to set that up. DMs, you know what I mean? Or, or email me. You know, let me see how real it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> what about you, gentlemen? Any social media y'all want to link people to so they can come find y'all? Not really. Okay. Come on, come on. Nah, I'm dead. Yeah, and that's that's another thing. You gotta see it in the work. Like, so like I, my man said, you gotta see it you know, in the work. I'll link mine. My Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Carday. That's C A R D E underscore underscore Carday underscore underscore. And you can see fatherhood. You know, you're gonna see a lot of fatherhood. You're gonna see a lot of fathers out here putting in work. So as always, hard. remember as we about to go, dreams plus action equals life. Peace. Hey, right before you go, I want to leave you with my top three takeaways from this conversation with Dad's United. First, move with intent. When you're out working towards your purpose, you will notice the laws of attraction at work. Mike likened this attraction to that of magnetism, noting that a certain magnetic pull will become more apparent when you actively pursue your objective with 
good intent. Number two, fathers are created every day, but the process of becoming a real dad is an ever evolving process, understanding self and having a willingness to try different approaches to parenting can lead to more favorable results. Number three comes from Brother Boom. He spoke about the possibilities of attempting to do everything independently and how it could become overbearing over time. In order to remedy this, a travel approach to growth is the ideal situation. And as we take off, I would ask that you share this content with anyone who can use it. And if you like this episode, please like us on Instagram and Facebook at The Winner's Dialogue. Or if you are listening to this in podcast format, please leave us a five-star review. It really helps us when we're creating more dope content. Until next time, remember, dreams plus action equals life.